0: Welcome to the self-kindness podcast. This ridiculously idealistic podcast is designed to not only prove to you that self-kindness is possible, but it is the thing that is going to change life on this planet. And it begins with you. It begins with changing one thing within you. How kind are you going to be to you? Hello and welcome to the Self-Kindness Podcast. Yeah, we're going to get uh, ridiculously idealistic today. <laughs> I don't know if that's totally true, but uh, chuckling at that new intro, hope that it works for you. Uh, and that came about from a exercise that I did. Um, I kind of did it, it was my own journey journey. Of an exercise, and then I started sharing it with my clients, and it seems to really be helping to uncover some of, uh, you know, some of the things and ways that we hold ourselves back, and that is the conversation today with this topic of crying, and also this what looking at like what are the problems that we're trying to solve? What is the problem? that we're trying to solve versus like having challenges in our lives, right? So the exercise that I started giving to my clients after doing it myself was there was a day where it was just, you know, all these emotions, all these thoughts were coming up. And so what I did is I gave them voice by sitting down and writing a letter Now, this became the letter that I never wanted to get from anybody. And it was like, Dear Pete, like essentially we're giving up on you. Like you're too idealistic. You're just, you know, you just don't do the right things. You aren't ever going to, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, man, you had so much potential. And it's just so disappointing. But, you know, here's. Letter And essentially it was like this termination letter that they're giving up on me, whoever they were. But when I got still with this, after doing that writing and kind of putting it all out there, all these things, I never wanted to hear another person say, I just let have it and I let go and I let it come out on paper. And what was so fascinating is when I got still, the... my hand, almost of its own accord, signed from the adults. And so that's what this exercise has now been called. Um, I invite my clients to write the letter that they never wanted to get from the adults. Uh, The adults in their life, you know, the adults in their mind, whatever the adults of society And then the next step is to then follow that up with a letter uh, response. A response letter from the deepest, most like connected part of you that's connected with your agency, that's connected with your understanding of who you believe your true nature is. And from there, writing a letter back to the adults. And what I noticed is my letter back to the adults was, I hear that and I'm not going to change. Like, I want to be that idealistic human being that I believe I am and I believe I could be and that I believe is possible for the world. I want to be that. I want to make that my goal. I want to make that my effort, my energy. And so that's my journey, my friends. And today, there has been uh, a lot of what I would call challenges that come have come up that, you know, they aren't problems. What we see by doing this thought work, what we uh, start to understand by doing this self-kindness work is that the emotions that you are having, they aren't problems. The thoughts that your brain gives you they aren't problems. They are, you know, there are challenges that come along with the thoughts, and sometimes it's challenging to feel the emotions that you're having, but they aren't problems. So let's start with the, those challenges then. Crying. How are you at being a crier? Crying is such a powerful way of releasing emotions it's such a powerful way to allow the physical experience of an emotion and they you know science has also started to understand that even your tears have different qualities to them just like emotions do and so there is there's something right about the tears whether they're tears of joy and happiness You know, I cried a bunch of those uh, this past uh, June when my daughter was graduating from eighth grade, those tears of pride, or there's tears of sadness, of resentment, of, you know, and even tears of depression and hopelessness. They all carry different weight and they all, uh, like, they are physically different. Like, they have a different chemical makeup in them. Today, for me, it's been a lot of tears of sadness, just changes, Uh, you know, people in my life that have recently passed or are, um, you know, nearing that transition in their life. People in my life who are much different because of old age and because of, you know, disease like Alzheimer's and dementia. And Uh, You know, so for me, there are a bunch of tears there. And then there is change, a lot of change in my life. Uh, I'm currently, you know, my family and I are looking for a new uh, home to live in as renters. And we want to stay in the school district where my daughter just started high school. And that's a big, uh, you know, shift to keep watching our kids grow. So, you know, the emotions being very close to the surface. And allowing tears. Part of my journey of doing this self-kindness work has been developing that relationship with tears and with crying. Now, anytime I think what's so fascinating is, you know, having people apologize to me when they're about to cry. Like they get teary and they they say, Oh, you know, I'm sorry or they're feeling like Mike Myers used to say on Saturday Night Live when he used to say, if you're feeling verklempt, right? And what is it in your life where you want to apologize for the tears, where you want to hold back the tears, where you don't want those tears to show up? I want to say that part of what we do is like, it just doesn't continue to be safe, first of all, to be, you know, someone crying. And you know we even it's like, it's the I can't stand. There's not a lot of things that I get that really fire me up, but I can't stand when people say ugly cry. Because in my mind, in my heart, what is more beautiful than being a human being that is willing, To allow that experience of life to happen. If I could throw out a term, it would be ugly cry. Just throw it out of your, like, get rid of it. It's, I think it's a terrible, terrible disservice that's been thrown on there. And it gets kind of tossed around like, you know, it's as popular as dumpster fire. Whatever, okay. Now I'm on a a little mini rant, but seriously, back to solving for, uh, you know, problems. Like when we say ugly cry, we are creating crying. We're creating emotions as a problem. And I'm here to say it's not. That is not the problem. Emotions are not the problem. Being human and having thoughts is not the problem. We have challenges that come up. For me, it's a challenge that I'm working on to find a new home, a new place to rent. It's a challenge to be working on uh, a business. It's a challenge to, you know, there are challenges in our lives, yes. Skills that we can grow, yes. Yes. I would say the biggest problem, if there is a quote-unquote problem, has more to do with our beingness. So the challenges have to do with actions we're taking in the world. The problem is around our beingness. Part of a problem that we need to solve is we need to continue to solve in our lives the problem of feeling emotions. And crying is part of that solution. To allow tears. You know, one thing that I really have continued to work on is just to allow the tears and to even, sometimes I even try to speak while I'm crying because that is such a powerful way to just be in the experience of sad. The problem that we are solving isn't, even this isn't a true problem, but it is the Problem, if you will, of reconnecting and rediscovering with our true nature, who we really are. We already are that person that we want to be in the world. We have just held back. We have stopped ourselves. We have blocked ourselves from doing that, just like we block crying and just like we don't want to get that letter from the adults. So, A self-kindness practice, a radical, loving self-kindness practice invites you intentionally, which is solving the problem by going intentionally towards these things and allowing the emotion to show up as it does and to write the letter that you never wanted to get from the adults so that you can see that you are still safe and that it is still okay to continue to show up as you in this moment, right now. And that the only problem that you have to solve is to ask yourself, how in this moment am I not totally plugged in with that essence of my true nature? How am I missing that? Where am I holding that back? That is the worthy uh, problem to solve. These other challenges... You're going to solve them. You will figure them out. I promise you that. You have figured out all of the challenges that have come into your life so far. Yet, this problem of missing how you are uh, not totally plugged in to that true essence of who you are. And, and you know what that is. I don't know what that is for you. I do know uh, what that feels like. I do know the journey that it feels like to reconnect with that. I do know how to unplug and unpack that. And I do know what it is in my life. Like I said, it's I want to be that idealistic human being. I want to live as him. I want to be him. And I love that I have taken such bold steps to be that in the world. All right, I invite you to the same, my friend. I love you. Let me know how it goes, and continue to step into any opportunity that you have to do some good crying. Good crying. Let's let's have that be the the, the term. Hey, I'm doing some good crying today. All right. Take care. Love you. So, how's it going? How's it really going in your life, my friend? I mean, the way it's going underneath it all, beneath this ability that you have developed to appear like you've got your shit together. Right there. Are you okay? Or are you more feeling exhausted and frustrated or even sad, annoyed, anxious, stuck in a rut, angry? being aware of and noticing that is happening in you doesn't mean there's something wrong. It means there is something ready. It means there is something ready in you that wants the very best for you. It means something is ready in you that wants to wrap you in kindness, wrap you in acceptance, and hold you in love. Now, you may not totally know how to do that. Lord knows it took me a long time and still is taking me a long time to understand how I can do that, how you can do that for you. But the good news is that you are noticing and that means you're ready. So what to do from here? How do you not just like cover it up and then two weeks later, you're back into it? Here's what you do. You go about the work of finding out and creating safety, growing acceptance and building trust for you within you. My friends, that is loving self-kindness. These are the skills of self-kindness. These are the tools you can learn. Yes, you can learn it just like you learned how to not treat yourself this way. You can learn this so they show up when you need them most in your life. And right now, You can book a free consultation call with me. This is an hour-long conversation where you and I explore what does a loving self-kindness practice look like in your life? Where do you move in the time period, which is a six-month time frame, from where you are now to the end of six months? Most of my clients say they don't even recognize the person that they've become. It is a 100% safe container where we discuss what it looks like for you. So go down to the show notes and click on the link to set up your consultation call today.